music lovers. Welcome to Wax Chatty with D Muck and Taddy, where three pals listen to an album, then come together and discuss the dang thing. What the heck is an album? An album is a collection of audio recordings issued on compact disc, vinyl, audio tape, or another medium such as digital distribution. Nice! All of our selections can be found on Apple Music, Spotify, Discogs, even in your local record store if you fancy doing some crate digging. In the beginning of 2021, the Muck and Taddy duo started this exploration. And after we had nearly 50 albums under our belts, we brought in Diana, and it morphed into a podcast for you so that we could share our blinding brilliance. Come and get on the bus with us while we wax lyrical about wax. So let's grip it and rip it, people. Thanks for joining us for episode six of Wax Chatty. I'm here with my compadres, Mac and Taddy. Mac, what was your pick for this week? Uh, hey, guys. Uh, hello. It is Saturday, January 28th. It's our last cast for January of 2023. The pick this week was Faithless, Outrospective from 2001. 12 tracks. Uh, I originally got this on CD. 2000, in 2001, I'd been listening to this band since 1995-ish. Wow. Uh, when I was living in Scotland, it was all the rage in the clubs. It was bananas. So what'd you guys think? I could hear that it's a well done, but it's not my thing. <laughs> and I so much, you know, it's ridiculous. I want to like house music because I'm old and I think it would be cool if I liked house music. <laughs> and also, I guess I'm a Chicagoan, you know, and there's that whole thing. But uh, I just can't wrap my booty around it, uh, my ears or my dancing ability around it. Not dancing ability. You know what I'm saying? I can't get my groove on it. You're so Midwestern. <laughs> well, am I, though? Because isn't house huge here? Uh, I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I thought it was. In Glenview? <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, you know, it's like, you're funny. You're funny. You're such a white suburbanite and you dig this urban music. <laughs> but uh, I can listen to it and go, this is good in that I can see there's a lot of creativity, a lot of imagination, but that beat that is somewhat repetitive, which is sort of um, a characteristic of some of this music. I drift off. Did you take the customary pill that goes with this album? I know. I well, that's what I was wondering. Is it <laughs> is it that standard joke? I don't know if you guys have ever heard the joke, the old joke. Uh, you know, what did the hippie say when he was at a Grateful Dead concert and he forgot to take acid? It's like, this music sucks, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that joke. Okay. But and having said that, I, I did really see, and, uh, you know, some of the ways that the spoken stuff comes in Maxi in different jazz. songs, I dug that. But one song that I really did like a lot was Muhammad Ali. I think that's a really cool yeah. song. That's a great, that is a really great. fucking cool song. And it's the only song that they put the lyrics to in the liner notes. Liner notes. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, that makes sense. Obviously, it's really good. And it's it actually got me a touch choked up, you know, because it was so sincere of this young man expressing his relationship to Muhammad Ali through the television or whatever. And it was and then also musically, I could get behind it a little more. Um, I, I find myself 
drifting when there is that beat and i don't know what to call it what that's kind of repetitive and um rave yeah i guess that is what it's called i didn't want to use that word because i don't i don't have the right (laughs) it's uh it's techno i I mean yeah 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 yeah. when i when i was living down at the seaport and we used to have Halloween parties, you know, we'd go a little crazy. We'd get goat's heads, we'd get a live chicken, we'd, you know, have a ton of food. And wow, Faithless's first couple of albums, this came out when I was living down there. And so I would put all of the techno tracks together or play yeah. the first album or the second album or there. I wasn't wild about their third or fourth album, but this one or the ones after this, I wasn't too wild about, but this one I thought was great. Um, and I never forget everybody's in costume, you know, everybody's eating chicken wings, watching the chicken walking around. I'll never forget these three girls on the staircase were eating chicken wings and going, I can't believe they have a live chicken, but this is great techno. Oh my God. (laughs) I just want to note, no chickens were hurt other than the chickens that you were eating. Well, let's not talk about that. (laughs) Tiana, what did you think of this album? I liked it. Personally, there's a lot of techno and trance that I do like. Various things from the Chemical Brothers and uh, Lords of Acid. I don't know if it would be considered that, but uh, I don't know. Just there's there's a myriad of things. And this particular album, I did like. I didn't love it, but I do appreciate what it's supposed to be. From all the reading that I did about it, from what you shared with us and everything, Mac, I found it kind of interesting that Rollo Armstrong has stated that despite Outrospective being their biggest selling album in the UK, it is his least favorite. I like it when there is a lot more heavier beats that I can sort of boogie about to. The manner in which I use it is usually if I feel like dancing around my house or working out or if I'm in that kind of bigger mood of just I don't know I want that kind of thing I understand why actually they use music like that a lot in various stores you go into like 21 forever they have that stuff I remember going in there one time with my mom she wanted to buy me some clothes she was so precious she was like and I was like I don't know mom but this might be too young clothing she's like no 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 you need to go in we were in there like five minutes and she turned to me and she was like, I have to leave this music. She almost lost her mind because it wasn't her thing either, Bill, like you said, you know, <laughs> she, she was like, I'm too, uh, but I mean, she really it was like such venom and, and anxiety in her voice of just like, you know, and you hear like in the background and mom, she's about to flip out, but that is actually what I prefer. Now I, I understand this the the trance why they call it that sometimes because you have some drugs involved sometimes various uh chemicals i did though appreciate muhammad ali i appreciate the lyrics and the thoughts behind them and the voice unfortunately that first bit of muhammad ali when he was talking and he had that accent and he's talking about this and that and then I was hoping that would stay and instead it went into the other spoken word, which in the middle of a dance track, having some of that sometimes spoken words like that or the lyrics, it's it it has in other albums of the same kind of genre taken me out of it a little bit. But that's only because I'm listening to things like this for a certain reason. So I dug it. 
and I appreciate uh, the album itself, but it, it wasn't one of my favorites in, in that particular genre. So I want to listen to other albums of theirs, get into it more, dig into it more, sober or not. <laughs> so Dido's on here. Uh, yeah. Max Jazz is, I, I've always liked his voice, um, who is the lead male singer. His first album, Faith, um, Irreverence, Reverence, is a double album. And it's just bonkers. And when I was living in Scotland, that album came out and it was big in the clubs. So I was hot. We were, you know, friends of mine are like, I can't listen to that album <laughs> because I can't listen to Faithless because of all of the stupidity and all of the late, late, late <laughs> nights <laughs> that we had. And this was a monster in the club. A lot of their songs, you know, you have the heavy rave trance whatever you want to call it but then the, there are songs that are come down songs that you listen to the next day when you're coming down um like oh. it eases you back into your reality of sorts um and boy oh boy do you need those <laughs> and these albums were great for that it's I, like the purpose of ripple the the dead song ripple oh, oh the one you listen to that at the end when the sun is coming up Oh, is that is that what that's for? I didn't read those liner notes. <laughs> well, my grandmother called that song a spiritual. And actually, she kind of liked the Grateful Dead after she heard that. But anyway, that's a whole other. <laughs> so, so I never understood when I first moved to the UK, you would hear this like from every car. That's what they were listening to back then. I don't know if I'm, I'm assuming it's like that as well now. It's so part of the every store, every car, everything that they're listening to is all this heavy techno. Like Sasha and Digweed were huge when I was living there. Um, John Digweed is still doing it. Um, uh, Paul Oakenfield, uh, who I actually just saw with um, New Order and the Pet Shop Boys. He was big. He's he's mentioned on this album, actually, um, in the liner notes. So it's just such a way of life that we don't know over here at all. I do go back to this, like, Tarantula is just bonkers, that song. Uh, That's the one I like the most. Ooh, I Every once in a while, I will go, I need some Tarantula in my life, or We Come One, or I need to go a little wild. Um, oh, and, I'm sorry. That was the other one that I liked. Yeah, Tarantula is monstrous. I, I couldn't remember what we the what was the other one that I liked. That was the other one I liked. In fact, I was just listening to it in a totally uh totally incongruous setting of uh snow, pretty, and I'm like <laughs> and I actually very much liked it. Yeah. Um that might be my favorite song off this album. Um because it's just bombastic and crazy and very 90s nightclub sound that just takes me right back there <laughs> yeah that one i really dug immensely even though i uh hate spiders oh by the way that zoe johnston has a beautiful voice beautiful that was really really lovely the cover art is an actual uprising it's a student <laughs> uprising i i read it where that where, which 1968 one? in paris france Ah. May it, uh, the cover photograph was taken during May 1968 student uprising in Paris, France. Oh wow! Uh, so says Wikipedia, but I kind of remembered that, and it's a really cool. Um, it's a hot picture, man. 
uh, of this kid throwing something, who knows, <laughs> in uh, Paris. I can't that is it. a cool photograph because I thought it was staged, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's such a good photograph. Yeah. I thought, how could you get that spontaneously? But he did. Yeah. Or he or cool. she did. That's amazing, yeah. And there, there's something kind of bleak about it. Uh, and you think? You think? Uh, it's it is bleak, but then the music is is very beautiful. So I guess in a way, it's kind of saying, listen to this music, and you can come down from all of the shite political bullshit that's going on. All of their albums have stuff to do with their perspective on political things. So I guess, yeah. So what? Who is up for next week? I think it's me. What do you got? Uh, a woman by the name of Elise Weinberg, E-L-Y-S-E Weinberg. The album is Elise, released in 1969 on a label that I've never heard of, Tetragamatron. Are we good? Are we good? Okay, people, that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Wax Chatty Podcast. If you enjoyed what was in your ears, please rate us and leave us a comment on Spotify or Apple and share this dude with your homies. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Be nice now and look forward to rapping about our next selection. Stay tuned. Good night, John Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, John Boy. <laughs> <laughs>